What happened to your watermelon, dude? I just never went and got one. Oh, I thought you had one. You told me you had one. <laughs> I did. At Megan's house, there is one. But then I left without it. And, uh, and I thought, oh, no. I forgot the watermelon. <laughs> Welcome to Trivial Pursuit. Not the game, that's Trivial Pursuit. This is the podcast about fruit. Come along with us on our special journey because it's possible you'll learn something. From the two dudes that brought you Curd Your Enthusiasm, parentheses, a podcast about cheese, I am Hogue. And with me is my co-host, is Alex. Hey, guys. There are a lot of podcasts out there with information. Did you, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of podcasts out there. But conditions are ripe for a podcast with some seeds, <laughs> with some juice, maybe a little bit of a rind, and a lot of natural sugars. That's us. Trivial per fruit. People may be wondering what they've signed up for. Can this really be a podcast about fruit the same way encourage your enthusiasm was about cheese and it could be what else is it going to be about nothing fruit that's it mm. i'm wearing cargo shorts right now for god's sake what do you want from us oh are you stand up let me see see wow those are some originals so we answered one of our questions what in addition to fruit will you be hearing about on <laughs> on trivial per fruit uh what we're wearing we'll talk about sometimes i'm wearing a blue t-shirt any, any more information on it? What kind of uh, cut? It's a V-neck. How much did it cost? Um, Maybe like $18. Jesus Christ. That's a lot to spend on a shirt, Alex. But anyway, what do you say we get to the fruit? The fruit for today's episode, by the way, is watermelon. And did you know that I know a lot about watermelon? Lots of people have said that you know a lot about fruit. I mean, people have said it. People, are, people have been talking about how much I know about fruit. Did you know that the watermelon was... Do you know who invented the watermelon? God? No. Close. Oh. Benjamin Franklin. No way. Yep. It was... They used it to feed the troops at Valley Forge. <sighs> Good for him. That's great. Um, did you hear the... You know how Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a lot of extra music for Hamilton that he never actually used? He wrote a song for Benjamin Franklin to have like a big entry into the play. Huh. And he wrote it in the style of the Decemberists. So he ended up sending them the demo and they fleshed it out into a full song and, and he ended up releasing it. Wow. How about that? Well, in addition to learning about the clothes we're wearing, you'll learn a little bit about the Revolutionary <laughs> War. But should we start the fruit stuff? Do we need to talk about... I mean, our fans know who we are because of Curd. We should probably tell them how to listen to our old show and tell them a little bit about what's happened in the meantime. Because, like, not to dwell, but the world's changed since cheese. Yeah. It just didn't feel right all of a sudden to talk, to, to just talk about cheese all the time. Um, because there's a lot more important stuff to talk about. But then, you know, that thing, <laughs> that, that runs its course, and then we get back together and we say, hey... I think it's time to talk about something again. And why not start with watermelon? 
Yeah. And I think also it's important to admit to ourselves that we don't really like cheese as much as we thought we did. You had more of a problem with that than I did. It was exciting to oh. me. And I and I have I have uh, kept up my efforts to expand my cheese palate. And actually, if, if we may, before we get to the watermelons, <laughs> I'd like to uh, tell you about a new cheese. Not a new cheese, but new to me. Um, mm. That my fiance, by the way, I got engaged since curd. Wow. Um, Congratulations, Thank Hogi. you. Thanks. My, my fiance started bringing home this cheese that has, uh, what are those expensive mushrooms called? They're called, um, you know, I'll have like the, some... Uh, the French ones? Truffles? Yes. Truffles. Okay. Truffle cheese. Wow. And it is out of this world. Anyway, back to, uh, <laughs> back to the watermelons. So we gave you some facts about watermelons, how, who invented them and, what, and uh, where they were first fed to people. If I may, yep. I think it's important to note that the origin of the watermelons in hot dispute, we don't know what fruit it was derived from. And it's also interesting. So it's either from West Africa or South Africa, but we don't know. And that's partially because the taxonomists of the 17 and 1800s bungled it so badly. Its official taxonomy name is actually incorrect. It uh, has the Latin word for fuzzy. There's nothing fuzzy about it. There's nothing. Well, I mean, well, maybe the feeling you get. Yeah, I mean. There's a certain type of watermelon or type or degree of ripeness of a watermelon where when you bite into it, there is a bit of a furry texture. Mm. Fuzzy. No, that's when you've, you've missed. It's missed its time to shine, and now you're really just dealing with a has-been. Yeah. So let's bust out our water, watermelons. Do you have yours, like, right there? Yeah, it's over here. It's off screen, though. Ugh, I gotta go get mine. Okay. Do you want to just meet back here in a little in a little bit? Do you have some, like, melon-getting music you could play? I do, but it's a little melancholy. <laughs> yeah, right. I do. I'll, I'll, I'll put some on. Hey! Hey, Brutus! Put on some watermelon-getting music. Back. I'm waiting for Alex. I got it. Where's your? Show me your melon, dude. It's over there. I can't get it. Ladies and gentlemen, he's not showing it to me, so I'm gonna question <laughs> the veracity. That cat's right there. What do you want me to do? I can't bring the water. I can't go over there and leave my station here and get the watermelon. Right. I'll have to cut it over there on the cutting board. Well, give me a nice description. Okay. What are we dealing with? Is it is okay. it spherical or is it's, it more oblong? No, it's it's oblong. It's actually the okay. sh sort of the shape of a peanut without the indentations in the middle. Oh wow, that's long. It's long. Exciting. Yeah, and uh, um, there's several shades of green turning into yellow. It's a it's a rainbow of green, the green and yellow spectrum, prismatic prismatic spectrum. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then underneath, if you pick it up, there's a yellow spot, which I understand uh, that it's that's how you know that it's ripe. Really? Yeah. Um, well, mine is interesting. It really looks like. Um, Wait, like for, for for the record, I can't see your watermelon either. So mine got raided by my freeloading roommates. They're I mean they're technically roommates, right? Well, but they they're don't pay rent. They're family. They're my children. They're my children. Yeah. They ate a lot of it, so it's pretty small, so it's portable. But look at it. The one thing I noticed is the coloring 
is not really kind of formal stripes. It looks almost like camo that like the military would use. Yeah, yeah. If they were trying to blend in with a watermelon patch. Right. <laughs> right. I think that raises an important point that uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea for the for the U.S. military to develop a watermelon camo. American GI camo is a little darker than... Dar- the shades are darker mm. on the prismatic spectrum than the watermelon shades. You know, we should probably uh, put that up on the website, a comparison. Okay. Resolved. Brutus, make a note of that. Um, so, and He's then making what, a note, right? Yeah, he is. I'm looking okay. at him right now. Okay. He's putting pen to paper. Okay, good. Um, so you, uh, do you want to make any further descriptions of your the watermelon in your midst? Um, I would just like to give a quick shout out to Harry Styles uh, of One Direction fame who had a massive hit this summer. And as the father of a precocious eight-year-old girl, I've had to listen to it ad nauseum. And uh, that song was called Watermelon Sugar. Hmm. And what I gather is he has a watermelon sugar high, and he just keeps saying over and over and over that he has a watermelon sugar high. Oh, how wholesome, Um, yet a touch psychedelic. mm. I'm pretty sure there's no other words than watermelon, sugar, and high. And, uh, I mean, it's a full full three and a half minutes of Is he talking? Is he saying success. that he's getting high off the watermelon sugar, or is that the name of his high school? <laughs> watermelon high. I didn't think of that, though. That could have been where he went to high school. I should, I should have checked. Do you want to dig into this sucker so we get our knives out? You've already sliced yours. You know what I sometimes do when we're doing this on FaceTime? And I don't like your framing that you've done to yourself. I move my thing <laughs> thinking that it'll affect it. Listen, the problem is I need to charge. And the only way I could figure out to charge was either have you in portrait mode, upside down, or mm-hmm. landscape. And landscape's uncomfortable for me. What do you mean it's uncomfortable for you? You don't like to look at landscape mode? Uh, well, let's do it. Let me just let me tell you how I feel. How do you feel? Yeah, I guess it's okay. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to cut this? Should I cut mine? All right. So I'm about to I'm about to uh, dip my knife into this watermelon. Sh- show me what you got there. That's the wrong word. You don't you don't dip a knife in into a. Well, actually, that's kind of what happens though when you're cutting a watermelon is you expect all this resistance and then it's like nope you're cool come on, and then you just like. Phew, well, let me tell you, slice. that's not what I'm getting right now. I'm being met with stiff resistance oh. through the rind. I don't know if, if that bodes well or ill for my experience forthcoming. Where do you think your watermelon came from? What's the, is there like a lot of watermelon? It says here this one came here? from Philadelphia, so it's probably a good one. What? Because there's, um, God, what's his name? There's a, there's a Texas Sanger who's from San Benito or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. He talks about being down by, like, the pineapple and watermelon fields. Hmm. And then he moved up to Dallas. He may not say watermelon. Maybe he's talking pineapples. But still, it surprised me. I didn't think that that was a... seems kind of arid to grow real. Funny you should say that. Guess who grew a watermelon this summer? Your brother? Me. What? Well, not exactly me. It was, it was Megan, my fiancé. In uh, fact, well, it was not me. It was her. But um, wow. yeah, it came out, That's and great. we we uh, it was 
when we found it, it was adorable. It was like a size of uh, something that could fit in a coffee cup. And it was laying there on the ground. And we were very excited. But then we realized we were going away for like three weeks the following, oh. you know, in a couple of days. So we had a neighbor come in and, and check on it. But, you know, we, by the time we came back, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't alive. You know, you know, I did something. I, um, I ate a really nice butternut squash towards the tail end of the fall into the summer. And so I took all the seeds and innards and I just <laughs> buried them right outside our back door. Ooh, <laughs> did you get a garden. lot? I have like, I had to, I had to prune out a ton and I have this massive twine, just vines and vines of, of squash plant. And Katie's really pissed at me because she doesn't think it belongs there. But, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting, like, a bumper crop this fall. I'm I doubt excited. she's pissed at you. What is she really with respect she's to this? She's not super happy about it because there's, like, there's like all these gardens are, like, manicured. There's, like, a like flowers pop up at different times of the seasons and it's like very nicely arranged yeah you're it's you're it's not your thing to have a really manicured uh suburbia kind of thing going on it's not it's not your stees as my friend from california would say it's not my what your stees your style stees you know our friend from california mark Mark Udis. Do you want to, before we, so I cut through the rind, and uh, it was a little hard, but I did it, and now I have a little slice of watermelon. Um, oh, I gotta cut mine. Hold on, wait. Okay, no, don't eat it yet. Where I think we're gonna call our friend Mark in California. Oh, that's a great idea. What do you think? You think he'll pick up? He will always pick up. The phrase best friend means a lot of things, but he's the best of us. He's definitely the best of us. Yeah, he's the best. We love Mark. Really well. <laughs> Too well? What, what, do you, what does that mean? Hey, this is Mark. I uh, can't take your call right now. Uh, if you leave your name and number, I will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Mark, hey, it's your friends Hogue and Alex. Listen, we want to know your thoughts on watermelon, and if you have one in your refrigerator, taste it. And call us back and let us know what you think about it. My number is 215 317-6435 since you asked for it. Bye. What'd you think of that message? Are you going to beep that out? No. What do you mean? We could have some crazy fruities just calling you all the time. Oh, yeah. What do we call our fans? Fru fruities? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we're stuck with it unless you yeah. want to stop over <laughs> later. No, I'm fine with it. <laughs> fruities. <laughs> all right. So you want to dig into this? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to say one, two, three, bite. Ready? Wait, real quick. How juicy are you? I'm dripping all over everything. Oh, it's, I'm surprised it didn't short out the, the keyboard and the <laughs> audio equipment here. Ready? Great. One. What, what was the thing I was saying after three? Um, real quick. Have you heard of, what is it, ASMR? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like auto-simulated response. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we should try to ASMR this thing. So, like, maybe you go... And then I'll go. Yeah, you go first. Okay. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Here's mine. Ready? <laughs> oh, that's good. That is juicy. Mine's really. Ju <laughs>
Mine's juicy. What's yours like? Yours, yours sounded a little, a little dry. Was it fuzzy at all? That's probably why it sounded a little dry, because mine's <laughs> a fuzzy watermelon. I'm going to take another bite. It was delicious. Okay, get closer to the mic for this this time. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> that was really nice. That was perfect. I think everybody gets the picture. That was delicious. Oh, speaking of which, sponsors. <laughs> we are opening up the podcast to sponsorships. We'll only be selecting the first five sponsors that contact us. And just so you know, um, Chiquita has been kind of nibbling. But I'm not sure we really want to associate ourselves with Banana Republics. No, the Chiquita sure. thing was sounded good at first because it's it's absolutely a good cross marketing strategy. But yeah, we don't want to um, be controlled by anyone, like a you know big 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 farm fruit. Well, I'll sell out to the man. You were a little more into the Chiquita deal than I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, this is more about fun and passion. And, and I understand for you, it's you're looking to really make a living at this. I got a family. Well, I mean, you do too, but you've kind of... Yeah, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, honestly, two, two, 200 or so would probably cover the... Co 500 would definitely cover the cost of this, this podcast for like an eight-episode eight run. Do you think we should talk about maybe people who we think would be good candidates? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Our friend Mark in California, I think he'd be a good candidate mm. to sponsor, yeah. to invest. Your turn. Phil, whose last name is Lee, and he picked his first name Phil. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, if that doesn't tell you enough about the heart on this guy, the heart and soul on this guy. Uh, Mark and Phil, our friends Mark and Phil, those are first two good ones. I got another one. Alex Dufine, our friend Alex Dufine. Maybe a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this one out to Sun Valley, Idaho, and say our friend Karen mm. should probably invest. Like, I want like a like a mostly a nominal, but like I want her approval more than anything. So maybe just like a dollar from Karen would be nice. Okay, a dollar from Karen's not gonna get us very far, but it will be a a, a, a boost of morale. She, she's kind of a trendsetter, so it could be. You know, one of many dollars to come. Yeah, first dollar is the hardest. Just like the first cut is the deepest. Is the deepest. Um, I'll oh, go. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow might be interested in getting involved with this. I mean, are we willing to be a nonprofit? Why does Cheryl Crow only involve herself in nonprofits? Like, if someone gave us a million dollars, we'd have to like give it to a tomato or something. I don't know. What are you talking about? A tomato? <laughs> the Chiquita deal is looking better and better. Yeah, no, we should have just taken it. That was a. Why don't you? Will you are you willing to shoot out an email tomorrow to Stevenson? Yeah, I'll I'll try to get him back on the hook. Put it down. Write to Stevenson tomorrow. Try to revive the Chiquita deal. And um, I think that was a great first episode. <laughs> you want to uh, take us out with a final watermelon thought? That's what we'll do after every <laughs> episode. <laughs> So hit us with it, Alex. 
Well, I mean, so I've I've been thinking about this the whole episode, and we didn't get to it, but I think it's really interesting, and I'll I'll encourage our listeners to go and do this. Just look up uh, Renaissance era paintings, still lifes that include a watermelon, and it's really interesting. There's very little red fruit in these guys, as compared to the the modern fruits that we're now used to have all all this giant massive amount of red fruit and so you know cheers to benjamin franklin for cultivating this delicious delicious dessert fruit i'm gonna, I'm gonna take another bite because it's here and, and and that'll be my sign off mm. Mm. yes well said alex and thank you to benjamin franklin who probably did not invent the watermelon We'll be looking to hear from you sponsors and join us <laughs> <laughs> join us next time for episode two of Trivial Perfute. Perfruit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, do it again. And join us next time for episode two of Trivial Perfruit. The return of the pineapple. Oh, are we doing pineapple? Why not? That's great. I gotta get a pineapple. They're kind of hard, man. They take a lot of work to get in there. I know. That's why we're gonna do it. I'm gonna get my saws all out. But you didn't even get a watermelon, so I kind of feel like... They don't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm assuming this will be cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. What happened to your watermelon, dude? I just never went and got one.